If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. Have you ever felt like you were in a universal timeout, but you don't know why? And you don't know how to get out of it either. Today, we're sharing three messages from Spirit about how to get unstuck and reconnect. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. My name is Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium, and I'm here with Robert Wooten, certified Reiki master teacher. Say hi, Robert. Well, hello there. We are going to talk about getting unstuck today, but it is a beautiful day. We're actually finally starting to get some cooler temperatures and drop below 100 degrees. So I feel like this past week has been celebratory time where I just want to like run out and, you know, jump around outside and go hiking and play out in nature. Finally, it's like the world has suddenly opened up now that it's getting a little bit cooler. So it's a beautiful day here. Feels less like a magnifying glass being put on you. (laughs) A little less like ants, which is a good thing. So wherever you are, I hope you are, you know, feeling this fresh energy that always comes in as we start to move towards changing a season. And 
you know, off of that, I think that fits really well with our topic about how to get unstuck because fresh energy is like the opposite of being stuck. You know, at some time or another, the feeling of being stuck and out of the flow of life just happens. It's like something comes along and you get out of the flow. You aren't sure why. You aren't often sure how it happened to begin with. And since you don't know how or why, you don't know how to get out of the funk. And your growth is just plateaus in those periods, right? And you feel a bit confused by the whole thing, wondering, you know, what happened? I was just bopping along and something changed and I don't like it. Uh, It's a very powerless feeling when you're in the middle of it. It can also bring up some old fears and anxieties if you have some unresolved abandonment issues. Now, if this feeling of that disconnect or being out of the flow of life has been going on for a few years, I really encourage you to check out episode 33 of the podcast where we talked about the dark night of the soul, awakening the inner phoenix. Uh, You can find it at sedonamedium.com forward slash podcast and just head to episode 33. Um, And I'll also add a link to it in the description and the show notes today. But talking about this universal experience is really important because the key is you don't have to stay there. You don't have to keep treading water and wait for this rescue raft that seems to be taking its own sweet little time. Because the more you're treading water, the tireder and tireder you get, the more you lose energy, the more negative thinking can take a hold. And then that colors all these other areas of life and just leads to bad decision making. And as I'm thinking about this, too, it makes me think of island time. Like, oh, yeah, we're on island time. Like, universe time sometimes can be really (laughs) slow. But yet the paradox is everything's happening in the now. So interesting thought. But no one can really say truthfully, you know, hey, I make great decisions when I feel lost and confused and separated from my heart energy and everything around me. (laughs) That is not the recipe for success. But these times really don't have to derail you. They don't have to eat away at you and lead you down this road that just feels more and more off path and uninspiring. And obviously, the sooner you get back to your spiritual connection, the better you're going to feel, the more you feel like you're not on the universal timeout, and just start making some actual progress again. When you feel disconnected or when you feel uninspired is different than say, being in a rut. Being in a rut is sort of repeating the same thing over and over and and keep just plodding forward, doing the same routine again and again. I think there is some lack of inspiration mm-hmm. in that. You can feel like you are uninspired because you're just doing the same thing all the time. But I don't think that's the same thing as feeling disconnected. I think that is more of a, you've just turned it off in a sense to manage your routine. Do you see it mm-hmm. that way? Or is there is there a commonality there. Yeah, I think that's a good question because I hadn't thought about that as we were, you know, preparing for this episode. I would say that being in a rut feels boring. So it's a sense of like, I don't feel really satisfied. But that's more of a surface level of, you know, maybe I just need to shift this. Maybe I need to go out, (laughs) you know, maybe I need to like, experience the world again. I think a lot of people have been in a rut for a nice long time, you know, and It's like the butterfly, we got to get out of the chrysalis. But I think that's a very different feeling than feeling very disconnected, where you're going throughout your life or going throughout these experiences, feeling 
like you're not present with yourself, like your heart isn't coming with you to those things. And it's not because you're bored. It's like something in all these areas of life just feels very heavy. And there's an invitation for you got to fix this. And it's not going to be as quick or maybe as easy as just let's go out to the restaurant tonight and do something a little bit different. It's a bit of a deeper, hey, there's something to tweak. And this message, this feeling, this emotion is here to let you know that that's the case. I think we all know what it feels like, I think our listeners too, what it feels like when your heart is not in something. And when you walk away from that experience and then you're in a new experience and your heart isn't there either and then you leave that experience going well gosh maybe it's this situation but the more you're going throughout your week your day your time the more you don't feel like yourself and you get those alerts like hey something is wrong like I'm feeling down like I'm (laughs) there is some funk happening that needs to be explored so you know then the next step is well what do you do And I really wanted to just go straight to spirit with this. You know, what is our solution? What's our new way of looking at this? How do we understand what's happening? How do we see past? Because we're always moving forward. Like it's always, even if we're going back to the past to heal something, we are always moving forward. And sometimes we can't see that from our perspective. So how do we understand these types of experiences? And how do we experience them differently as human beings in the human journey. So that was really what I took to spirit with this. And as always, you know, they do a great job of just affirming that they're always guiding you. And that even when you feel like you're not making progress, like I said, you are. And I feel like that's really important to say, because if you are somebody who has had trust issues, or if you've had abandonment issues that are really serious that you haven't fully healed, in your life, it can be really easy to project those feelings and fears around your spirit guides. But know that they're never going to leave you. It's it's not the same. You're, you're contracted, and it's contracted in a beautiful, wonderful, perfect way. So it's not like, you're not listening to what I say, so I'm just going to go over here, and you let me know when you're willing to do what I want to do. Well, that's control. Our guides don't control us that way. So it's a, a very healthy version of a relationship that we can't even fully conceptualize here because it's so healthy. (laughs) They don't have an ego involved in that. It is solely about forward growth and spiritual growth, and there's no ego involved in that. Yeah, it's total support, which is just amazing. So I wanted to share with you three messages that they wanted me to give you today about that feeling of stagnation, that feeling of being stuck, and just their wisdom about how to reconnect, how to come back home to the heart. What, how do we do that? What's the path? So the first message that they had was that in the bigger picture, they were sharing that this happens a lot of times when you're at a new beginning. So you're entering a new cycle of energy, and you aren't quite sure what the new vibration is yet or the new flow. So if you look back on your life and you were to put some important times and experiences for you on the timeline... It's easier to see that there are times in life where it requires a new version of us to show up. So something new emerges from within you as you expand outward and express a new state of consciousness. Each stage of life needs a new version of you. That's just how expansion grows. 
But at the beginning, we panic a little bit. (laughs) We aren't sure where something is going. It isn't like, you know, we felt it in the past and the old stuff isn't working and we feel like, you know, we're quite ungracefully flailing around. As I talked with my guides about this, they were saying that the most important thing to say here is just not to panic. How important it is to feel safe with cycles. When you look at life as a tree, it has so many seasons, so many different stages of growth that it experiences. And every time the season changes, the tree isn't like panicking inside. (laughs) So the wisdom to embrace here is that this too shall pass. You know, practice not being too excited by the cycle changes, just accepting them, seeing what gifts and opportunities are there, being the witness that notices the new beginning and is comfortable in the unknown. And new beginnings often really herald exciting, beautiful new things that are coming, new ways we can express ourselves and just exciting changes in our life. But the the ego version starts to get very afraid and is like, wait a minute, (laughs) wait a minute, what's happening? I don't know where this is going. I need to know all the things. So much of this is also dependent on how a person generally deals with change. I think that a lot of people are afraid of change and you have to learn that that's the one constant Mm -hmm. in life is constant change. It may happen in bigger pulses. It may happen Mm -hmm. in, you know, farther apart, Uh, The wavelength of change through your life may be different than a wavelength of change through someone else's life. And so those those people may be more adjusting to change because they've seen more of it. And if you normally panic around change, then I could see why when a cycle ends and a new cycle is beginning, that is the signal of a pretty big amount of change usually in people's lives. But you don't have to see it that way. You can see it as a welcome gift that it's coming to you and it's going to represent something new and great and amazing for you. I think what happens is there's that sense of not even realizing that it signals the change. You know, it just feels like this grave thing is happening suddenly, like, I'm not here, like I'm walking around in my life, like not feeling present. And to be able to just recognize that this means that you're entering a new phase where you're bringing out a new version of yourself. Just knowing that I think can bring a little bit more peace to the situation. But I mean, I've gotten very numb to change over the years. And it's like desensitization therapy. The more stuff pops up, the more you're exposed to it, the more it's like water rolls off a duck's back. Oh, okay, this happened. Oh, this embarrassing thing happened. Whatever it is, it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like I'm so much more accepting because of just spirits desensitization that I've had over the last few years. I like that concept. The second message from Spirit today about what it means when you're feeling stuck, when you're wanting to reconnect. And this one hit me really personally because it was not what I was expecting. And I love when Spirit surprises me in a good way. That's so fun because their perspective uh, just gives me a whole new way to look at things and to look at our life experiences. So they were sharing with me that this feeling can also come from blockages that you have around allowing yourself to receive. So you pull your own self out of the flow, okay? So a subconscious block, like everything is going great, all is fine here, and then suddenly you start feeling down out of the blue and really confused. And the reminder is that you deserve to be happy and you deserve success. So it reminded me a lot of a book by Gay Hendricks, The Big Leap, which you know I just think is a very affirming 
book that talks about healing, you know, a deeper way to heal and learn to accept and to receive. So I'm also going to link that in the show notes if you're interested. It's definitely one that I think every person should read at some point or another. But one thing I want to suggest too is that if you aren't sure if there's an energy blockage or a resistance to allowing yourself to receive, do some muscle testing to find out, to know if somewhere lurking in your body or in your mind that there is this belief system. You know, these things are deeply rooted and subconscious. We don't just wake up one day, you, you know what I would like to receive? A blockage around receiving all the good things in the world. I'd like to check mark that and sign up for that. You know, it happens in a very insidious way as a result of some sort of belief system that that occurs. So it's a good idea to use the wisdom of the body, use this capacity for muscle testing to help guide you to where your beliefs are reflecting internally some blockages. So I have a video that is about how to do muscle testing. If you are not familiar with it, I'm also going to add that into the show notes because it's really easy for you to do and learn how to do it. And I'll teach you my favorite technique there. It reminds me, there's a Rumi quote that I love. And I'm always trying to integrate this in deeper levels. But the quote is, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. That is a powerful statement, which is not surprising coming from Rumi. I know. How amazing to just be able to have that gift of capturing in like two lines, this incredibly insightful, emotive experience. I think everything that I read from him really is profound. In the same way that we're talking about in this quote with love, it's about receiving, you know, it's not that you're not being given things. It's where within yourself, are you thinking maybe you're protecting yourself and you're pushing things away? Where is it within yourself that you're not allowing yourself to receive? What, what is that? And getting curious about it, exploring that element. I think a gratitude journal probably helps a lot in situations like this as well, because I think there is a portion of not only are you blocking the the thing to come from coming to you and receiving it, but I think you're also at a deeper level blocking your awareness that things are coming to you already and you are not being aware of receiving them. So I think that it starts at that deeper level of start with the things that you are already receiving and the inspirations that you are getting on a regular basis and the blessings that you're getting on a regular basis and write those down and keep reminding yourself that those things are coming to you. And I think that will be a good step towards opening that barrier Mm -hmm. to um, reception of other things to come into Mm -hmm. your life. Yeah. Acknowledging that, hey, this feels good. (laughs) Hey, I like this. I'd like to order more of that universe, please. Yeah, I always think it's a combination of, you know, the the shadow work element of, you know, like, what is it internally that's creating this? And also, you know, the the uplifting, the gratitude list is really uplifting and inspiring. And sometimes we need that balance. It's not all heavy. Okay, so the last message that spirit have for us today on getting reconnected is to listen. So to follow your intuition and the journey, even if you don't know where it's going to lead. (laughs) What has always helped me to really trust my intuition, even if it's saying something that I'm confused by or that I don't agree with or just don't understand, is looking back on the times that I didn't listen to my intuition. 
So there are lots of reasons why you might not listen. Maybe it's inconvenient or you don't want to disappoint someone or you're scared. But I suggest just looking back on the times you didn't and see how that worked out for you. (laughs) Because that can be a real motivator to do something a little hard rather than deal with a big fat mess if you don't. Because ultimately, you know, our, our intuition is helping us to avoid the obstacles and route ourselves. But if our free will just goes, no, I'm not comfortable here. Well, it's like, well, then you're going to manifest or create something bigger to reroute you. So it seems easier to just follow the intuition in the beginning, doesn't it? I can say that I have never regretted listening to my intuition, but there are many, many times where I knew I got a message or some tip that I should listen to, and I ignored it or put it aside, and uh, it didn't work out so well. So I, I definitely know that I have places that I regret not listening to my intuition when I knew I was getting the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tough one. You know, it's just learning how to be receptive. Like, we get messages all the time. It's the ability to follow through that I think is the challenge, or the ability to take responsibility for if you got the message and you didn't follow through, then it's on us to take that responsibility and say, yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> My bad. And maybe your intuition isn't saying that there's something that you know you would be resistant to that you need to hear. Perhaps it's just sending you signs and signals about where to focus your energy and the next right step. So asking yourself, what breadcrumbs are there? So that can be one way of just perking up your listening abilities. Communicating with your spirit guides and being able to ask them for help and receiving their insights are also incredibly helpful in fast tracking through this just uncomfortable feeling of that sense of stagnation. And also in just realizing that you aren't really alone and that some beautiful growth is happening within you. An incredible new beginning is opening up. Just have to sometimes give ourselves a pep talk that there's exciting things happening and paying attention to what spirit is leaving on the path for us. Before we go into final thoughts today, I want to take a moment to talk about listening and listening to those signs and signals from spirit and things that you can look for. If you want to grow your ability to listen and receive more communication from your spirit guides, it helps to understand what type of symbols that they're likely to send you. And that's going to be based on your intuitive strengths, so your primary psychic channel. If you haven't taken the What is Your Intuitive Superpower quiz, please help yourself by taking it today. It'll make what I'm going to say in a minute much more clear. It's also going to help you identify the types of signs that you'll usually receive. So you can find the quiz on the homepage at sedonamedium.com or you can find it in the description of this episode wherever you're listening. But if you have taken the quiz, I want to share briefly what to look for as far as the signs based on what your strength is. So if you're a visionary, you're most likely to receive signs that are colors, symbols or visual cues. So you want to pay attention to what visual symbols you're receiving in your environment. If you're sound sensitive, you're most likely to receive signs that are through inspired thought or music or song lyrics or through someone else's words. So someone says something to you in conversation and it becomes an answer or it's a sign or it's a signal for you in some way. 
Now, if you're an empath, you're most likely to receive signs that are through feelings or emotions. So you really need to pay attention to those when you're thinking about things or as you move throughout your day, checking in with how am I feeling? How am I experiencing this moment right now? And if you have epic instinct, then you already know (laughs) what it is that you need to do. So your guides can just help you by getting the courage to do it or helping you to understand the next step so you can start to take action. But that answer is there embedded within you. It's just a matter of now it's follow through time. So again, you can find that quiz on the homepage at SedonaMedium.com. And again, I'll also link it in the show notes of today's episode. You should be able to find this link wherever you're listening. And again, the description of the podcast. For final thoughts, I want to just remind you that new beginnings can bring freedom. You're actively creating this whole new cycle of energy. So it's interesting that we feel stuck or we might feel stagnant, but it's in response to starting something new. Isn't that kind of a strange element? You're planting a new seed. And with that power, you get to decide what seed you're planting and you see that bloom and grow over this new energy cycle, which could last for several years. So be very intentional when you notice that you're in this space. And in this time of in-between, I invite you to see it as freeing. See it instead of a universal timeout as a universal permission slip. So revisit your vision board. What do you want to create with this new beginning, with all of this freedom that you have and this potential and opportunity? How can you channel your energy towards that wholeheartedly? New beginnings can be really scary to the ego or empowering to the soul. But ultimately, it's just a signal when we come into a new space that requires something new from us, the old isn't going to work. And the best step forward is to do the things that Spirit talked about today and to experiment. Continuously push yourself out and try new things so that you discover the new version of you and you get to greet them and welcome them out into the world. Sending love and light and many blessings to each of you. And we'll see you next week. Enjoy wherever you are. And I hope that you're taking your heart with you throughout the day. And if you're feeling a little bit stuck, we just send you a little extra love today. Namaste. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.